It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. We're inside a week. It's Friday, the last weekend before uh, draft week. Uh, we are probably destroying the mock draft simulator servers <laughs> as we constantly refresh them, try to get a, a, a better uh, slate of picker of, of, of picks that so we can get a ten. I, I know me personally; I keep just refreshing it over and over again until mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know Penesul or, or or Pitts falls to me a ten. So uh, we'll uh, see if. Uh, unfortunately, we can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, we can't do that in the in the real draft. But uh, I, I I just like to experience success uh, before I get let down on draft day. Yeah, so speaking of mock draft simulators and Peneus Suel, uh, Layden, we're going to do our third mock draft simulator uh, today. Not our third of the draft cycle, just our third on the <laughs> podcast, right? Because I'm I'm not exaggerating. I've probably done 3,000 of these so far. They're just so much yeah. fun. But we've always, you know, the last two, we've had a certain scenario kind of play out that we wanted to navigate through and decide, you know, how it would impact the Cowboys. Today, we've got a very interesting one. We are going to pretend that Penny Suel, the offensive tackle from Oregon, uh, would fall to the Cowboys at number 10. It sounds like, Landon, that is becoming more of a possibility as we're seeing more teams love Rashawn Slater. We're seeing maybe the Bengals lean towards taking Jamar Chase at number five instead of a tackle. So it's certainly not improbable. I'm not sure how likely it is, uh, but we need to be prepared. And we actually talked about this scenario a little bit on yesterday's podcast, how we think the Chargers – who desperately need a left tackle and would love to pair Justin Herbert with his former teammate, Penny Suell. Would they yep. be interested in coming up a couple spots? Uh, that's the scenario we're going to play out in this mock. So any thoughts, any comments before we go ahead and start? Yeah, I mean, the Chargers are going to need to blow me away with this offer to yes. move away from Pene Sewell. But uh, yeah, I think uh, it, it's something that we should look into. It's I, I assume that the Cowboys are looking into this kind of situation mm-hmm. where they get to 10 and, and they have multiple choices that they like. Is there a trade down option to still get someone that they like in the top 10, but also pick up a pick on the way? I think it's a smart strategy that hopefully the Cowboys can employ. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the simulator, Landon, and here we go. Oops, it's wrong background there. Um, All right, so again, if you are listening to this on the podcast, we are going to do our best to try to describe what's going on. 
for the visual, come check out the YouTube page. Come look at WFAA. Uh, we'll have it on there. So in this mock landing, we obviously we have Kyle Pitts gone. It says Penny Sewell's gone. We're going to pretend that he's there. We're going to swap him and Rashawn Slater. So, again, remember, this mock Slater is Sewell. Just um, pretend with us, guys. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And listen, maybe there's a case where they want to get, get Slater anyways, and we don't know, right? Maybe they, yeah. they actually have Slater higher, so it doesn't really matter. Um, on the board for the Dallas Cowboys, though, to pick here at number 10, Patrick Sertan, uh, J.C. Horn is available, Michael Parsons, and obviously the offensive tackle. So, first and foremost – you're not trading away from this spot unless you're absolutely blown away, correct? Yeah, and, and, and I might even go as far to say that I, I think it, I would be wary to trade away from the spot unless all four of those four guys were there, right? Well, that's like, really the thing, right? If, if you have Suell and you have Sertan and Horn, at least those three, I would say the odds of one of those three getting to you at 13 is pretty good, right? Yeah, and I think if you had all four, if somehow you got to 10, and I can't think of a scenario off the top of my head unless one of those receivers goes higher than we think, where all four were available to you at 10. Slater, Sewell. Slater, Sewell, Horn, and and Sertan. Like if somehow all four of those guys made it it to 10, uh, I would – yeah, I'd be all in on trading back because you know that – only three are available here though. Does that make you nervous? It does. It does make me a little bit nervous. I, I, it, it, I don't know that it would like uh, deter me necessarily from doing the trade, but it, it, I mean, look, you're you're trading back four spots, and you've got three players you like. Uh, you know, you, all it takes is them, the other three teams, to like the the players that you like the same amount. So uh, there is some risk involved here. I think you need to have really good intel on what the guys. Uh, the teams beneath you are pick are feeling and their their uh, strengths and weaknesses and, and what they're looking at, uh, but if you if you have the intel and you feel comfortable that one of those three is going to fall to you, picking up an extra, I, I mean I, I mean we're hoping to pick up an extra day two pick. I would love yeah. to pick up two extra day two picks sure, if possible, sure. uh, but but yeah I I mean I think it's worth at least exploring. I actually don't worry about the Giants picking a corner after us because I think they've got no. bigger needs, especially like in the front seven. Uh, from Dave Gettleman's press conference the other day, it sounds like defensive tackle and edge is really where they're looking. Please, please take Quiddy Pay. Um, but, but, but what, but the what they've also, made, yeah, yeah, the Eagles, but but also the Giants have talked about trading back. That's that's actually kind of where I I, I might have some concerns is if the Giants trade back because they because there's a team that sees. Slater or Sertan or Dave Horn falling. Never traded back in the history of him being a GM. You're ever, right. In any he, round. He in any round. He's never done it ever. He, he said that he might do it this year. So, and, sure, and, and sure. If, the bonus to, that he screws the Cowboys, like it, it may actually happen. So, okay. I, you know, I'm allowed to be a little nervous about this, but let's let's go ahead and do this. All right. So, let's go ahead and make our offer for the Chargers. We're you say 1347 and 97. So that would be an extra second and third round pick. I've got to believe the Chargers are going to decline this, but it, I think that has to be the first offer, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You got to you got to over ask first just to see. Shocker, they said no. No. All right, so yeah. let's take 97 away and see what they say. Okay? We've offered 13 and 47 and they said no how about this one landon and that's that's not that surprising you're only going up three spots i would i would guess that the chargers would actually offer 77 probably standalone but i think we should offer 77 and 97 yeah okay let's make that let's do the offer and nothing no 
Do you want to try one more? Just seventy-seven. Yeah, let's try just seventy-seven. Cap. Still nothing. <laughs> so let, let's just talk. We can force this trade. It, it'd be fun. But yeah. do you think the Chargers would do this trade? Do you think the Cowboys would do this trade? Yeah, I mean, seventy-seven I for ten. In this in this situation, you know, again, we're trying to fudge this. Uh, you know, the the it was it's Sewell that's there. It's not Slater. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I think that they would they would they would put up the capital to go get Slater for sure. I mean, okay. just get Sewell for sure. I believe thirteen and seventy seven is pretty close in the trade value chart. We were looking for a massive overpay. Obviously, the simulator did not agree with us. I think because Sewell wasn't available. But if Probably. push came to shove, Landon, thirteen and seventy-seven for ten. Assuming you can still get one of your quarter, your your cornerbacks, still not that bad of a move. I know our friend uh, Daniel says that, you know, that would you know, a lot of times these teams over ask for trades when you know, hey, picking up an extra top one hundred pick by moving down a couple spots, it's actually a pretty good deal for the Cowboys. So, I say we go ahead and do it, and we'll see who is available for the Cowboys at thirteen. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, this isn't the real draft because, but if this is the real draft, I'd be like gritting my teeth for these picks. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) we got sniped a little bit, but I think we're okay. But before we talk about what the Cowboys do here in the uh, pick number thirteen, I wanted to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just make sure you're using that promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon. So at number 11, the Giants go risky and they they go Caleb Farley. Uh, At number 12, another cornerback and it's Patrick Sertan. We get the Cowboys here. JC <laughs> Horn is available. We got really lucky, man. We got really yeah, lucky. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's partly what would happen. So I'm assuming that JC Horn would be the pick here. But let's let's flip this. What oh, if JC Horn no, what if JC Horn goes eleven to the Giants and Sertan goes twelve to the Eagles? What would you do then? What would be your next move? My next move would be throw up my hands and walk out of the draft. <laughs> I'm so upset. Uh you know, honestly, I think at this point you you would look at a couple different things. Uh, you'd look and see. Who, so let's say, let's say Horn's not here, right? We're saying that Horn was picked with Farley yeah. there. Yeah. I think yep. at this point you, you you talk about potentially trading again. See if you could trade back again because well, because it's worth noting Mac Jones is there, right? And that would be the team. Yeah. Like maybe Chicago, maybe Washington would try to jump up ahead of New England, right? 
I would I would start whipping the phones up between uh, New England and uh, Chicago. I would just kind of reiterate again, hey, we we've talked to Chicago about trading down to twenty. You know, no, 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 no. You know, the fact that he fell down to here, uh, uh, and uh, the, obviously you've got New England coming up at two picks at, at fifteen. You could probably convince Chicago to uh, uh, you know make a big trade. Mm-hmm. You could probably use that. Uh, the idea that Chicago might make a big trade uh, as leverage against New England to try to do a small trade. Uh, and then he could p- probably fold back and get someone like, well, in this case, Caleb Farley would still be available. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you, you could probably get, go back to get somebody at Farley, like at 15, you could get Barra more, you could get Ojolare, you could get, I mean, there's lots of Darisov yeah, if sure, you wanted sure. to go that route. Yeah. I mean, so I think there's lots of opportunity here if that did happen. Uh, but I, I think I'd still be pretty, <laughs> I'd be pretty upset if we lost JC Horn. And uh, if all three of those guys went one, two, three, or after we traded out, I would have been pretty uh, devastated. Yeah. I, I also want to mention, it sounds like at least from what I've heard the last couple of days, Landon is that the jets are very interested in moving up to, inside the top 15. It sounds like they want to get a offensive tackle to kind of pair with Makai Becton to protect Zach Wilson we're not going to do it in this mock, but I, it's, it's interesting that the Jets are interested. You, if you click the little trade column here, they're the team with the most interest. And you can see what they have on the board. They've got 23, 34, 66. If they're willing to give up 23 and 34 to come up to 13 to get, in this case, a Christian Darasa or maybe an Elijah Vera Tucker who is still on the board. That's really, really intriguing. I, again, we're not going to do it in this one. I just – I, I've got a feeling the Jets are going to be ad- aggressive here. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised though if, like, let's say in this situation, the the negative, you know, let's say Caleb Farley is is actually JC Horn in this pick, and and it goes right after we trade out of ten, it goes Slater, Caleb Farley, uh, sorry, Slater, Horn, Sertan, right in a row. Mm-hmm. I think you do you 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 look at those kind of trades, right? Because you're not you're you're kind of getting you're, you're kind of at that plateau of players, right? Uh, the that extends yeah. from the bottom of the first to the you know mid of the second round. Uh, I think you try to trade back and get what you can, and 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 just you know realize okay, the gambit didn't quite work the way we wanted it. Let's let's get some more value by trading back and still getting a guy we like. Uh, but while also getting a couple extra bites at the app. Would you, I'm going to ask you right now, if, if this trade was available 23 and 34 for 13, would you do it? I think I would if, if I was wiped, right. If, 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 if it if went Slater, yeah. Horns or Tan and it was, and we were done, then, then uh, those, then all of our top four guys were gone. Then yeah, I probably would do this okay. trade. All right. So let's just go ahead and make the pick. It's JC Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina. Uh, we would be very, very happy with that. Uh, I want to stop this lane. And as we get into let's, let's stop it after pick 24. <laughs> Mac Jones. <Ooh>. <laughs> um, all right. So we picked up an extra pick 77. So now we've got 44, 75, 77, 99, 115, and a bunch of day three picks. So this is, is the added benefit of moving down a little bit. You can be super aggressive going to get guys that you like. Um, And I want to look at the board really quickly. Uh, Here's the guys that went off the board after we picked uh, Micah Parsons, Quiddy Pay, Christian Darasaw, Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, Trevon Merrig, Christian Barmore, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, Rashad Bateman, Samuel Cosby, Jalen Phillips, Mac Jones. Are you interested in going up to get anybody in particular? 
Uh, Newsom's still there, right? Uh, yeah, but we, got we already horn. got Horn, though. We got Horn. Uh, can we yeah. look at? Can we look at what's available real quick? Uh, I don't believe they let me look at who's available. Sorry. Oh, okay. But I can tell so, you. I mean, we, Zayvon Collins is still there. If you yeah, want to go, Zayvon Collins, Collins still there. Aziz Ojalari, I believe, is still there. Yeah. I think Morig uh, is Ma- gone. Ma- Merig is the guy Merig, that I think they, they would maybe like to go up and get, but he goes at number eighteen in this mock. So, Zayvon Collins, Ojalari. Are you going up for either one of those guys in this class? I mean, I, I've done it before with Ojolari. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, and I think, you know, they would probably be interested in Zayvon Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's possible that they they move up for one of those two guys. All right. What, do you want to wait till we get to Baltimore, who is notorious for trading down? Yeah, let's, let's, see, what, yeah. let's see what happens the next two picks. Ah! <laughs> Gregory Gregory Rousseau goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aziz Ojolari goes to the Cleveland Browns. And Zayvon Collins is still available, but are you interested in trading up for Zayvon Collins? They might be. Okay. So Do you want want to kind of just send out a a rough 44 and 77? Yeah, let's see that. Okay. Now, again, this is basically like a – almost like a free pick you got because you still got the corner you wanted – and you know you still have 44 so let's go ahead now for 44 and 77 for 27 let's see what uh the baltimore ravens say they said yes we are on the board man uh so greg newsom uh elijah moore jason Owa, terrace marshall all of these guys but we the guy that we trade up for zavin collins um i think this is a part of the draft where i'm okay with it right yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially since it's free, essentially, <laughs> you know, you, you got I mean, the player is, you right? wanted, you, you, you moved up from 44 with a pick that wasn't yours that you really never had plans for. Uh, you still get your 75. You still get your 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me that. All right. Give me that. So let's go ahead and make this pick. We're going to let the simulator play out a little bit. We'll have, we'll see who's on the board at 77 or 75 and 99 Lanham, but yeah. So far, I mean, again, pretty good mock. If you come out with your first two picks with J.C. Horn and Zayvon Collins and you still have all these other picks to to address your defense and the offensive line, you're, you're feeling very happy, right? Yeah, I mean, again, we took on a lot of risk for those three picks, uh, but we, but it, it, it looks like it may have paid off a little bit with the ability to kind of be a little flexible, move around up and down the board and get the guys we like. All right, let's take one more quick break and then we'll finish out this mock. Uh, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and it's a great combination of low calories, high protein and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right, Landon, uh, as a tradition here on the Locked on Cowboys podcast, uh, Jamin Davis and Calvin Joseph are still available. <laughs> I actually saw it's a, it's a glitch in their simulator. PFF was talking about it today. They can't figure it out. Really? But, yeah. I, I uh, wonder if it's related to them both being on Kentucky. I think it is. Like yeah, yeah. Weird so they, Kentucky pump? I don't, negative pump? Those guys, I don't believe those guys ever go in the oh, top no. 100 in this mock. So I'm saying in the mock, when you do these over and over and over, I don't think they ever do. So, uh Again, we've got our corner. We've got our linebacker. Now we can just kind of pick the best player that we see available. And Jamar Johnson is there, who we like a little bit. Um, Eric Stokes, your guy. Milton Williams, uh, That's an interesting pick. defensive tackle. Uh, any position positions you want to go see? Well, I, honestly, uh, to me, Milton Williams is the blinking light. I, I don't it? know. I, I, I mean, because it's it's a combination of being a, a need, a defensive t- interior, and I th- I think he's a second round player in my opinion. So uh, I think if it wasn't I, Jamar uh, Jamar Johnson's definitely uh, at least from what I see mm-hmm. right away the second choice. Let's go to um, really quickly. Let me pull. Yeah, up. let's look at let's look at what else there is. Because I, I do agree. I think that's probably where the Cowboys would invest. Our guy Tommy Togiai is still there. Togiai is still there. Yep, Marvin Wilson. This is, is such a there. great area for defensive tackles. Every single time I come it in, is. it's like Osa, Bobby, Tommy Togiai are all right there. Milton Williams is not usually there, but I, I could see a situation where just just there's a lot of talent. He could fall. He's a small school guy. Mm-hmm. I really like Milton Williams, and I think getting him at 75 would be quite a good pick now i don't know if the cowboys add two defensive tackles here because i think they have enough numbers they just need more talent this is where and i suggested it yesterday on the show i would not be surprised if the cowboys look for a playmaker here because i think you're going to see a lot of guys go from pick 75 to 100 do you want to look at offensive weapons really quickly yeah let's look at them okay uh wide receiver um josh palmer k johnson tylen wallace nico collins who i like quite a bit semi foku it's kind of up and down a little bit Dwayne eskridge is interesting if you want some speed that's probably it at wide receiver at tight but end you, you can almost get all those guys at 99 i, feel I like. would agree maybe, i don't think maybe even darden yeah, I don't yeah, think there's a big enough Okay, we're not going to pick him. There he you is. Can't pick, there you can't pick is. Tommy Tremble in every mock. I do think Brevin Jordan's an option, though. Yeah, it looks like Tommy Tremble, Hunter Long, Brevin Jordan are all available for tight ends. Um, you know, I look, we, 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 took a, we took a corner. We took a linebacker. Um, let's I, – I, I, I like Tommy Tremble, but I think – Let's let's take Milton Williams. I know okay. I, I know it's another no, defensive interior guy, but I just think that there's a lot of talent there. You can find ways to use all these guys, and you can't have enough talent on the defensive line. I, I would agree. I, I would actually expect the Cowboys to go at that spot. Right? He's just too good of a player. He's too talented. You draft him at 75, and there's probably really no expectations as a rookie, right, Landon? Like yeah. you, you just put it behind Tristan Hill and Deville Gallimore, and we'll see. Um, back at picks, uh, 99, I want to go back to the offense guys really quickly, just because I think it's interesting. Uh, Tommy Tremble is there. Brevin Jordan there. is gone. Uh, Tommy Tremble is not going to be there. Don't, don't you worry. No. Uh, no. wide receiver, <laughs> Darden, Nico Collins, any have an offensive line. You want a developmental offensive tackle? Uh, Brady Christensen, Stone Forsyth, who I Stone like Forsyth a little bit. Is pretty good. Yeah. I James like Hudson. Spencer Brown is very interesting. Deontay Smith. Deontay anybody, Smith. Any, any of those guys stand out to you? I, I think the thing that stands out to me is that 
I only like Stone Forsythe slightly better than you know James Hudson. I, I think there's there's the, the tackle class is still stretching. Is what it looks like. I like me. Spencer Brown probably the best of those, or the De, yeah. uh, Deontay Smith. But that's just person. I mean, that's me. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think if you know if you're not looking for a guy to come in and start right away, you could wait a little bit. And some of the developmental guys are just mm-hmm. as good as some of the guys that are here right now. So. Uh, now is, the you know, one position we didn't look at is yeah. safety. We we don't have a yeah. safety that we drafted. Are you interested at ninety nine for Jamar Johnson? I do think this I is where I feel good about it. Yeah, I think if Jamar Johnson goes gets to ninety nine, I think this is a good spot to take him. Okay. Um, I think with that talent, he has stuff that you can't quite coach, and the stuff that you can coach, I think you can get better at. But uh, uh, it's not. You know, it's not one of those things where it's debilitating his ability. I think 99 is probably a great spot to get. I would agree. And I think that's almost where the Cowboys would have to go. And it wouldn't even be surprising, Landon, if they opted for Jamar Johnson at 75 over Milton Williams. No, because they just have they have more of a need. So we'll just finish out this fourth round. Uh, our Kentucky guys are still there. Uh, Jamin probably, Davis. Get Jamin Davis. <laughs> yeah. <Just kidding>. Uh, <laughs> I like Stone Forsythe if you're taking him in the fourth round. Like, I'm not sure how much of a developmental yeah. offensive lineman he is, but if, I think he could be a swing tackle in the NFL. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, like, his talent is good, especially at forty at the fourth round. This is a good pick. Right. So, I mean, all in all, a pretty good draft. However, Landon – is it worth the risk of trying to slide down and get a little cute for just a third round pick? Because that's where, that's where it gets really interesting. If you're, if you, there's only three guys that you love there and you're sliding down four spots. Um, it's a risk, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's getting cute until it works. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, that's the thing is that if, if you're only holding your breath for those three picks, and and if you can get past those and you get a guy that you like, uh, and even, look look we even kind of explored the the scenario. What happens if you don't get the guy you like, right? Yeah. Like what happens yeah. if, if that guy? And and there's still situations that are, you know, not as good as what you had hoped, but that are still you're still getting a lot of good players because of the trade back right. opportunities right. because you know you've kind of reached a plateau. So um, there's you have moves you can make even if you get wiped out with your plan of moving back to 13 and, and hoping that one of those four is still there. There are there are still things you can do that can you know you can still really really improve your defense. Yeah, that's why I I really like that idea because it just gives you so many more options. It gives you so many more picks, but. All in all, Landon, a pretty a pretty fun draft. J.C. Horn, Zayden no. Collins, Milton Williams, Jamar Johnson in the first three rounds, Stone Forsyth in uh, the top of the fourth, and then Jalen Darden uh, and Chris Tonga. So I like it. I, I don't think it's all that unrealistic. It would not surprise me no. at all if the Chargers want to come up. And maybe I wouldn't be surprised if they offer you a little bit more. Maybe it's yeah. 77 and a third-round pick in 2022. That wouldn't be surprising at all. So any final thoughts on this mock yeah, in, in real life, if 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 Sewell's there, I mean, you hold him up. You say, "Look, I'll just yes. take Sewell." I don't. I don't. You're you're going to offer me the trade value chart for 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 this pick when I could pick a guy that I think. And this is what I would say: I think this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. You're going to have me trade away from a Hall of Famer Famer for a measly third round pick. Right. You're going to need right. to offer me more. So I think there is opportunity to make a little bit more off that trade. Uh, but again, you're holding your breath for three picks because if uh, you don't have four of your, if you don't have all four of those guys at ten when you trade, uh, it's it's a little so, bit nerve wracking. So really quickly before we go, obviously, yeah, in this scenario, J.C. Horn, 
Sertan and Suell are available. If you had to put a fourth guy in there that you think the Cowboys would be comfortable taking at 13, who would that name be? I mean, for me, it's Ojolari or, or, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised either if it was, uh, uh, oh my God, not OA, but, uh, the, the Phillips, Jalen Phillips. But yeah, I mean, Quinny Pay, you hear his name kicked around as well. I, I think Phillips is the guy that, if the medicals are cleared for your team, he's probably extremely high on your board. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say, you know, you could say Quiddy Pay, you could say Ojalar, you could say uh, Phillips. I think it's probably based on medicals and you know, interviews and all that stuff. Darasaw's probably in play. Uh, if you got it, I, I would say Darasaw's probably in play if you got a nice trade back package, right? Because then you could get, you actually have the extra picks you need to if you get, get the second rounder, well. right? I think if you get the yeah. second rounder, because now it's like, okay, hey, We've got 44, what was it? What did I say? 44 and 47. 47, I think, two, yeah. Yeah, we can get two starters on defense right there. It's Absolutely. not that big of a deal. I, I would agree with you on that one. So uh, this one was fun, Lane, and maybe we'll have to do no, one more before the draft. We'll have to come up with a different scenario, but I kind of like it. And if you want the Cowboys to potentially add more picks, it's, you should root for Penny as well to follow the number 10. Absolutely. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audacity, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. Continue to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe. Again, Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.